Jesus said to his disciples, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. I have to admit, as I said at the beginning of Mass, when I saw that this was going to be the Gospel reading, I was really torn as your priest. There's some really important teachings going on in here, and at the same time, I know everyone's mind and heart is fixed upon later this evening, later this afternoon, when we will be playing in the Super Bowl. It's like, Lord, how in the world am I supposed to address both of, both of these things at the same time? And I don't think I'm going to do necessarily a great job. But what I do want to say to begin is, I hope that the Chiefs win tonight. I really do. And I love, I love, I love how in our age and time of so much division, when everyone seems to be so divided politically, religiously, socially, all the other on all the other levels, here we have an opportunity to come together as a city. That is a great gift. I love being able to be united, to be able to overcome some of these divisions that have become heightened in the last few years. That being said, when people ask me, are you a Chiefs fan? I, my mind immediately goes to the word fan, which is literally short for fanatic. Seriously, that's what it means, a fanatic. And I looked up the word fanatic for all of our edification. And to be a fanatic, and I'm splicing together a couple different definitions here, is to be extreme or excessive in belief that leads, that can lead to someone acting unreasonably, unreasonably or even violently. And then it would usually be accompanied by an IE religion and politics. I thought it was so interesting that under the word fanatic, sports didn't really come up. <laughs> and yet, it is in sports that we use this expression then more than in any other sphere of our life. Sports are, after, our, after ourselves, probably one of the most common religions in our society. After our worship of ourself and our own comfort, sports is pretty darn high up on the list. And again, keep in mind, I am not condemning sports, but I am encouraging us, all of us, to have our priorities in right order. And I can already hear now all of the sarcastic remarks that I'm going to receive after this and all of the, you know, the elbowing and kind of ribbing and all these things. So just keep in mind, I want us... I want us to have Jesus as the first thing. You've maybe seen those bumper stickers. Um, it's kind of tongue-in-cheek, but if you get up close to it, the bumper sticker says, do you follow Jesus this closely? Right? So if you're getting tailgated by someone, right? It's just kind of like a right back at you. Similarly, I would say, in our devotion to the chiefs, do we follow Jesus this closely? Do we follow Jesus this closely? So I'd just like to take this opportunity to apply some of these principles from this gospel reading to the Super Bowl, to how we can perhaps approach the Super Bowl in such a way that we can enjoy it. We can come together as a city and we can rejoice in God willing a victory, but we can do it in a way that's Christian. 
at the end here, it says, you have heard that it was said to your ancestors, do not take a false oath, but I say to you, do not swear at all. <laughs> you can see, I can just leave it at that and you already kind of know what I'm, what I'm talking about. So we're gonna have emotions, right? Emotions are not good or bad. It's what we choose to do with the emotions that is the key. So I know emotions, right? They're, this, I don't want us to sound like that as we're watching the Chiefs tonight. No, emotions, we're gonna have them. It's what we choose to do with them. Refs are gonna make bad calls. Are you going to be the one that yells at the television, booze and all of these things? And I can already hear you saying, Father, why are you being so prudish? It's everyone does that. It's so normal. And I fully acknowledge that it's normal, but it's not virtuous. It's not virtuous. We can't yell out at, again, even if they can't hear us through the television, it's not between us and them. It's between us and God and our conscience. We're encouraged, again, to be people of encouragement. And we're going to feel angry at times, but are we going to allow that anger to determine our actions? Speaking of kind of swearing, if I were to say something like, we're going to win tonight, immediately people would say, you're going to jinx it. That's bad luck. And then people would start knocking on their pews, like as though this is going to cancel out the fact that... We don't believe in these things as Christians. <laughs> I know people kind of do it, do it jokingly, but they're also kind of being serious, right? Don't jinx it. That's bad luck. Knock on wood. We don't believe in these things as Christians. This is kind of a way of taking a false oath. We don't believe, we don't believe in these things. Whoever is angry with his brother, whoever says, you fool, will be liable to the fiery Gehenna. Again, so to hold, so again, to have the emotion of anger is not a sin. It's what we choose to do with it. So ultimately, we're all on the same team and we're fighting a great battle. So be attentive to that. One of the more controversial lines again, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you, everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her, her in his heart. We live in a culture, a society that has exalted sex so much and we become so desensitized to how sexualized our culture has become. And explicit material on the internet is so proliferated that we don't even really think twice about it. And so I would say, especially to the gentlemen here in the audience, as those commercials come, that are, they are explicit. They might not be pornographic, but they are explicit. Are we continuing to look at those and indulge those? I don't know if I can ever think of a halftime show that I was like, you know what? That brought me closer to God. <laughs> Seriously though, I would encourage you to use the halftime as an opportunity to actually socialize with the people that you're with, because generally speaking, it's not gonna help your relationship with God, especially for us gentlemen. Is this helping us to honor women more or is it objectifying them even more? Something that's not often talked about. I love when we have celebrations that we can eat well and we can drink well and all of these things. And it's kind of the Catholic joke, maybe the Catholic Irish joke that 
basically we drink to excess. We drink to intoxication, to being drunk on these kinds of occasions. That's a serious sin. We can't do that. And we don't want to mitigate, oh yeah, you know, it's a celebration. Everyone's doing it. I fully acknowledge it's a normal thing, but it's not a virtuous thing. It's an immoral thing. So I encourage you to eat well, to drink well, but not to drink to the point of intoxication. And that doesn't mean just passing out, right? We can have too much to drink. And if we start making decisions that we wouldn't make when we're sober, we've already probably gone too far, right? These are all the hard things that we don't get, that we don't talk about. Again, I'm not here to say, don't have fun, don't enjoy the game. But I would like us to be able to enter into the celebration in a way that we merge our Christian beliefs and our love for our common team. In just a few moments, Jesus is going to make himself present on this altar. It's just unbelievable. This is the most important event in all of human history, and it happens again and again and again. I hope that we win tonight. Even if we were to win 10 Super Bowls in a row, that would be pretty amazing. But it would have nothing to what we're about to behold right here in a moment. When I say over that bread and over that wine, this is my body, this is my blood, it actually becomes Jesus. That truly is a miracle. That truly is a miracle. I would love for what we talk about, what we think about, to be centered more on the person of Jesus than anyone else. So allow me to pray for all of us. Jesus, you are the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus, we are on your team. And with you, we are always victorious. Jesus, help us to not compromise our Christian beliefs, our following of you. Jesus, help us to keep things in the proper order, to keep you in the first place. Jesus, thank you for laying down your life for us. We honor you. We praise you. And we ask you to help us to receive you with an open heart, with a pure mind. Jesus, help us to receive your love for us, that we can be your witnesses to the world. Amen.